T-minus 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to another amazing episode, installment, series of this series, the Midheaven Podcast. This is, of course, your host, the Peace Dealer, and I'm with, of course, Candice Marie, also affectionately referred to as um, Hades and Hermes, apparently. Yep, we're going with it. I'm kind of into that. I'm about ready to, like, make that a thing. She's Hades and I'm Hermes, and welcome to the Midheaven Podcast. Right? Yo. (laughs) (laughs) One takes people to the underworld, and the other one tortures you when you're there. (laughs) I love that. Yes. I love that. Yes. Yeah. Okay, well. Beautiful. We're making making moves. Um, I'm not going to tell you what episode number this is, because I forgot. Uh, oh, 27. Hey, hey. Hey, hey. Wait. 25. <laughs> 25. <laughs> this is why I don't do this anymore. This is why I don't do this. Just forget it. It doesn't matter. You don't need to know what number. Oh, yes. <laughs> Shit. Um, it is what it is. We're back. Hopefully you guys enjoyed our candle making episode. If you didn't check that out, please check it out. Please Mike check it out. and Candace make a candle. Oh, yes. Hashtag white woman witchcraft. Um, but we're back this week to talk to you guys a little bit about current events, stuff that's going on, and the beginning of Virgo season. So, um, some of you guys are like, wait, but we're still in Leo season. Yeah, but, you know, we're also gonna, we're gonna talk about this. Depending on which order we put this out in, so I don't, I don't really know. Um, but we want to talk to you guys a little bit about that. Just some stuff maybe that's going on. What's up with you? I'm actually enjoying this Leo season energy. I'm... Uh, getting up somewhat early. I, I've been working out again. I'm not playing with my friend Willie. And I've yeah. been watching those, those no fap vlogs. Yes. Yeah, I've been watching them. It's been pretty inspirational. It's hard <laughs> to make the greatest vlog ever, especially when it's about not beating your meat. But <laughs> what do people even say when you put that out there? Like, do people comment on that? They they laugh, but they yeah. like it. Yeah, they think it's inspiring. I think they see you know a young man uh, conquering his his urges and. <laughs> I think it's hilarious that you're putting it out there, and especially yeah. like a couple of things. So number one, I had to like break it down and I had to ask him. So like like the whole like no fap thing. So it's like not masturbating, not not having sex with right. women. No, that's a good question. So right. there, there's no nut, right? Where like you don't nut, like you don't, you don't eject. Where's the cream filling? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, right. Imagine, right? It's, it's all the flavor there. So there's that, and then there's no fap where you don't fappity fap. You don't like. <laughs> you say that, I think of that little cartoon. You know what I'm saying? The little, the little cartoon that you know what I'm talking about, right? I think so. Yeah, like, like the Charlie like the fat 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 guy. No, it's oh. like a thing on the internet. It's like an internet oh, thing. Yeah. Me. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. That's hilarious. That's Great. hilarious. Like with the the button and the yeah. Oh my god, must not fat right. I mean, there's that. I, I I have a different spin on it because when you when you see when you think of fapping, you think of like lotion and like watching porn, 
And like, I didn't want people to think that I walked into the video, like, or the, the vlog, like, doing that. Like, I'm not a lower level fapper. Like, I don't, I stopped doing that. He likes to set 20s. the mood, you know? He likes, like, pure, not, like, oils and, like, roses and some sade and right. some candles. And you gotta by, set that, the mood. by that, you know, she means, like, uh, imagination instagram in the shower you know what i'm saying like just knock that out and you know who needs porn when you have instagram like this is basically the dream of every teenager back in school whoever wanted pics from chicks like they they give it out for free now like this is you need to be grateful for the little things but i let that go okay like i just decided um if i am gonna nut it's gonna be in vaginal walls so you know i've decided to and now does this I'm 10 like days push in. you? Does this give you more incentive to like try to like, you know, like smash? You know, I'm just a lazy asshole. So you gotta try. You gotta finesse the pussy. That's the thing. Like, and I'm just—I don't know if it's all the earth I have and the Taurus rising and being a projector. I just magnetize stuff. Well, I try, do you're have a projector a, too, like me. You're a projector yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. I'm a Mars and Aries, so like. It, before I learned about human design, I would always make the first moon. I would always like act. And my Mars is in the 12th, right? I'm a projector, so I learned how to wait for the invitation. So I'm still, I'm still shooting my shot, right? I'm still do what I do, but I'm just not inclined to take effort that I don't have to take unless it's set up. Now, on the Mars other end. Aries. My Mars in Scorpio is like. That's cute. Right. No, on, on the other side of it, because I'm not social, right? Like, I'm not really a social being. But outside of that, like, there is, the there is like, the time and effort to take to talk to someone, get to know them. And, like, I'm just lazy. Like, I'd rather just, like, mm, or just, like, oh, I don't even do this. I'll just, like, mind my own business. But now that I'm becoming more social and, like, okay. you know, it is, it is adding some He's incentive. He's an eligible bachelor, let me you tell you. You know what I'm saying? Like, so I, many of my friends and, like, clients are like, what's up with your co-host? I'm like, have at it, ladies. Right. I mean, uh, I just... It, it, that's really the reason why I'm single. That's why I don't really have much sex. I just won't put in the effort, really. I just... Because it's just so much easier to just... It's not... I mean, it, it... Yeah. 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 Well, it's not even so much that it's easy. I ascended my fappery. Like, I got so good at it that... You ascended your fappery? I got so good at it that it almost kind of felt better than regular sex. So it was just like, okay, I have to, like, go back to the drawing board. And it's not that it felt better than regular sex, it's but... It's such, like, a Mars and Aries, like, in selfish the 12th house. to say. It is, yes. It's mad yeah. selfish. It's and so that's selfish. another thing, too. So another reason why I realized is it's not even that I don't want to make effort. It's that... I'm selfish as fuck. Like, I really just want to have sex. And then I realize, wow, like, I have to really get to know this person and understand how amazing of a personality that is. And really, like, and it's like, no, I'd rather, like, hire an escort or just have sex. So how do you, you know what I'm saying? And that's maturity. Like, of course, as I grow older, I learn oh that, no, God. like, there's we a- We live in Las Vegas, okay? <laughs> it's legal here. That's what yes. I'm going to say. I won't hire, I won't hire an escort. I've had the, the opportunity, but like, you know, I mean, I'd hire an escort maybe to run an escort agency with and to like, you know, find people who want to do that. I actually Trying wanna, to get pimp. Okay. Yeah, yeah, get a brothel in, in a strip club. How like. appropriate for Virgo season that we're talking about. Right. <laughs> because Virgo, like the sixth house in Virgo doesn't get enough. 
respect, it, it, really. respect for yeah, that. It's, it's I've met important. more Virgo prostitutes, escorts, mm -hmm, strippers, mm -hmm. sex workers. Actually, I have a story stars. about that. I was actually in a hotel and this, this gorgeous Virgo lady came out of the room she was in and my Leo friend was like, oh, you need to go out and, and talk to her. Just holler and see what's up. And so come to find out, she was actually a sex worker. She was like next door with this like older, older dude, like basically like servicing him. And like she said, oh, I saw y'all in there and I only came out to get y'all attention so that basically that could happen. And like the Leo did all the work. Like that's when I learned that Leo is definitely, Leo got game for sure and, and like, you know, there might have been a, a choo-choo session, but other than that, like it was a, a the Virgo six house thing is for real. I feel like Virgo is like a combination of Gemini and Scorpio. Oh yeah, yes, it's yes, like a, it's yes. Like, it's like a blend. Oh it's a gosh, hybrid. That's so true. And so when you think yeah. of Virgo, the sorting, the sifting, the purification, the serving, the self-sacrificialness, very similar to Pisces, right? Because the zodiac is really like six signs. There's just duality. But something about Virgo, I don't know, it, it doesn't... I love that you said that, because that's so true. Like, Virgo is like the Earth Gemini, yeah. but I've always seen it as Diet Scorpio. It's like it's like Scorpio just without the intensiveness and it's still intense. They get away with shit subtle. that Scorpio does not get away with. That's because they Hash, think like Gemini. Hashtag, actually hashtag, we're gonna, we're gonna give some love to Lucas, what's his name? Lucas, Lucas Bear. Bro. Lucas Bear, Lucas Bro. Right, right, right. He's like, why do you hate me? There you go, Lucas. There's your love. <laughs> He's like, you hate me. I'm like, I don't hate you. I just hate somebody who has your birthday. Right. The That's really what it is. <laughs> somebody <laughs> ruined, ruined it for somebody you, bro. Somebody ruined it. Same year though, because it's the it's the it's the the Leo placements. Leo placements are like my downfall, but interesting. But yeah. I don't hate Virgos. I don't hate any sign. I right, actually right, have right. really close friends of all the zodiac signs. I just feel like that's my twelfth house, so I have oh, no mutable. Right. I have a lot of Capricorn. I have a lot of like Earth energy, but for me, it's just something that I don't get. Like I don't get mutable energy. The same way I don't get Gemini's. The same way I fucking can't get along with Sagittarians. It's just. I love you though. You're like the only like Gemini man that I don't want to strangle. No, and you know I get that a lot, and I realize it's because it's your Taurus. Yeah, it's your Taurus. It's so much Earth. Well, the in only cap. the only thing I have in Gemini is the Sun. So like, it's the cap. It's the if I didn't have the cap, if I didn't have the Taurus, I would be the Gemini you all hate. Incons more. He is just in the background. You guys just don't see it. I would openly cheat and be like, listen, like I didn't try and hide. I I tried to hide it from you, boo. So but that your means Venus I care. is in Taurus, though. Which so is I, I have I'm monogamous to a fault. Like I don't even mm. want to cheat because one, I'm too lazy to too much. Effort, <laughs> too much too, <laughs> uh, monogamy is a job and loyal. I just like being loyal. I just like I just like I don't know. And and I respect that because if I didn't have that, I would see multiple people like for sure like if it was an aries or gemini like i feel that it's not even like i feel the gemini restlessness like the mars and aries is ready the gemini sun is ready but oh, then the man. venus and taurus and the moon and cap is my progressed moon is in gemini my progressed moon's in gemini and my progressed uh venus is in aquarius i feel very different Ooh. Yeah, I feel very different than I, than I used to feel now i'm just like i don't give a fuck <laughs> yes. like there's like this like this not night. It's nice to just not give a fuck. It is. It feels really good. Lots of love for like the Virgos, the Tauruses, the Capricorns, all those placements. I think it's going to be really great for you guys this season, mm. um, especially considering the fact that we've got Mars and we also have Mercury in Virgo. So a lot of like getting down to details, right? Like 
you know, committing to um, actually consistently walking the dog, you know, making the appointment for um, your physical, getting your teeth cleaned, organizing the house, like getting stuff done on your to-do list. So it's nice because there's a lot of aspects that are also being made to Pluto and Capricorn, which is expanding the power of organization, cleanliness, sorting and sifting, you know, being able to um, make better sense of things, practicing discernment. And it's also going to make aspects to Uranus. So what's your take on the sun, Mercury, Mars. We lost Venus. Venus already went through Virgo by the time that we get to Virgo season. But what do you make of like those conversations that are being made with Pluto and Uranus? Such a good question. So, I mean, we do want to honor that Venus is going to go through Virgo first. So that's going to actually, I like to see that as like Venus laying the breadcrumbs, um, setting up the social context beforehand. Like, I think Venus going through a sign like it does is like, while it's going through Virgo, you're making the plans now. It's like, okay, yeah. in three weeks we're going to meet. And then the sun going there is when you actually meet, right? Right. So, you know, uh, Venus is the nine of pentacles. It's going to balance going into its dignity in Libra. I think with sun, Mars, Mercury, and Virgo, it's all going to King Kunk's Aquarius. And the reason why this is important is... All the 2020 shenaniganery with the Capricorn energy was a developing situation. Yeah. And now that Saturn's in Aquarius, Virgo is going to analyze the bejesus out of the knowledge we've been peddled. It has to. And it's going it to call to. out all the inconsistencies. It has to with the aspects that it's right. making to Neptune. It has to with the aspects it's making to the nodes. I really like this Virgo season. Like, I like that you spoke on the, the inconjuncts that it's making. The sun square the nodes is going to be interesting for definitely, like, turning up the volume when it comes to, like, really sorting through, like, the details. But the opposition to Neptune, the square to the nodes, to me, that seems like it's about, like, really cutting through the bullshit. Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Literally. And I'm glad you said that because opposition to Neptune. Yeah. Like, that's that's key. The opposition to Neptune, the king comes to Saturn. Um, the trine of Uranus, I feel, is going to be so good for money. And yeah. even if you don't make... Physical a, changes. Physical changes, right. Even if you don't make a buttload of money, you're going to change your perception towards money making that will lead into you making a lot of money. Like, let's say, let's say you even come into a loss. This Virgo season through a loss could be like, okay, I can't do this anymore. Or I need to change the way I do this. Innovations with Uranus exactly. and then with trines to Pluto, it's like... Well, I probably shouldn't be fucking eating fast food and jerking off every day, so I gotta make a change. Every Virgo has a vice. Let's get don't get it twisted. Virgo, I know a right, lot of vices, Virgos. Yeah. They need to have a vice. They can fucking jog every day, take all their vitamins, go to work, show up, do their whole thing, but they're definitely fucking smoking pot in a bathroom stall. They're doing cocaine. They're doing something. They've got some weird thing. They have. They have I to hate have that a vice. That's true. It's true. It's so true. That's wild. Some of the some of the Virgos I know. They either are, hide it or wear it on yep, their sleeve. No, they they or they have a couple drinks and then it all they just air and then it, it all out. comes out. Yeah. yeah. That's, that's wild. I had a Virgo crazy. friend that I was friends with for a while. We used to go out and I was like, I was like, I don't know what this guy's deal is. I was like, he's super fit. He eats well. He works. He's got his own place. He's got all his shit together. And then like <laughs> two drinks in, and he's like fucking buying drugs in bathrooms oh in West God. Hollywood. And right. I was like, there it is. There like, it is, yeah. Something about that vice, like Virgos always have to have a vice. And most of them, it's usually cannabis more than anything else. Yeah, it's can usually, it's a usually lot. cannabis. Yeah, the, they're, they're, I, I like this. Wiz Khalifa for sure. Like, shout out to Wiz. Like, <laughs> I've seen him do that 
10 puff challenge and not cough once. What's I'm that? Like, oh, you just don't cough. You're not human. I mean, I'm talking about stoners cough. Like, like, I've seen someone do the 10 blunt challenge. Like, you just take 10 puffs and then you don't cough. And I've seen some people don't cough. He, like, didn't cough. Like, he didn't, he wasn't even about to cough. I'm impressed like, by that human. lung capacity, honestly. That's he's impressive not human. to me. That's, he's not human. That's the thing. Like, I, I can do that with a G pen. I thought he was human, but. You don't hit it hard enough. Really? Yeah. And that has like red. All right. You I mean, hard enough. y'all got y'all got some different energy. Sun so. Mercury. I'm hey. on to y'all, isn't it? But <laughs> Sun Mercury too. That's <laughs> but got that lung capacity. And you know, don't don't sleep on uh, jacking off and eating fast food every day. That, that's that's <laughs> that's an don't important. Don't get twisted. That's an if important part of the spiritual food, if journey. If I could eat fast food and drink <laughs> and smoke and masturbate all the time, I would. But right? I can't. Because right. it's going to make me look like shit, and I'm going to age. Not masturbating, but everything else. Everything, right? Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's, a, it's an important part of the journey, and then you move on from it, and then, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it's the, the self-love that we don't call self-love, we call toxic, but you have to care about yourself to do all that every day. That's devotional. So, like. <laughs> it and it's funny, is. because, like, you know, Virgo gets a bad rap for, like, being, like, neurotic. Right. But, like, if it wasn't for Virgos, like. Who's gonna clean and organize things? Like, who's yeah. gonna be able to call out the bullshit? Who's gonna be able to, you know, organize and schedule appointments and tend to the house plants? Like, I have a lot of love for Virgos because they'll do a lot of the shit that I just, I frankly, I can't do. It's, like I said, it's my 12th house. That's what it taught me about Cancer, Virgo, and Scorpio. If you think about, these are the three signs, I think, that see the nastiest, dirtiest things because they're all they're all cleaning right like cancer is the water virgo is the cleaning so of course the person who cleans is gonna clean up the most nasty shit and so scorpio is the trash man well well scorpio is but more so i like to see scorpios like the toilet bowl and a trash can mm. but more so this like is true. but more so, right but like if you go to the nitty-gritty like dark like it's only scorpio that can purify that so like if you don't if you don't have that like ultra solvent that's pure like it, you'll have the stains there and Scorpio so that shows you Scorpio and Virgo like approach or have to deal with like the darkest ugliest dirtiest parts of people but they can clean it. Well, and well that's it, like, what's so fascinating to me is like the the beginning of Virgo season like when the sun ingresses mm. into Virgo around the twenty third that time period the sun is zero degrees, the moon moves into Pisces, conjunct Neptune, it will oppose Mercury and it will oppose Mars. So off the bat, right, we are automatically analyzing, sorting, sifting, going through things and trying to figure out, like, you know, Virgo is like that very like earthy, this is how things are, but Pisces is like, no, this is the bigger picture, this is what's going on spiritually behind the scenes. Yeah. I see it as like cutting through the smoke screen, like from day one, and also moving into the direction of being able to really analyze what is and is not worthy or what is or is not real. So I'm looking forward to that, especially before, yes, I love Venus in, in Libra, but this is not a normal Venus in Libra transit. Venus will come into Libra, it will trine Saturn, it'll trine the North Node, all in air signs. So it's very social, it's very unusual, it's kind of different. It'll square Pluto, right? It's gonna oppose Chiron. I mean, there, there's some stuff here in, in conjunct Uranus. 
This is not the typical, like, you know, Venus transit that we see. And Mercury will retrograde through these same degrees, actually, in um, the end of September going through October. So I I'm anticipating a lot of relationship drama this fall. I don't know about you, but I'm kind of, like, seeing this coming into fruition, especially because that Mercury retrograde will oppose Chiron. It's going to square Pluto. Like, there's, there's going to be definitely some, like, big things that are changing for relationships and partnerships um, later this fall that a lot of people don't see coming. So it's almost like we have the opportunity through Virgo season to really start working on some of those crises early on um, and doing away with like bad habits or uh, people who are um, misleading us, right? Things that are kind of like hazy because of the aspects to Neptune. Yeah, and I'm glad you brought up that haziness because we're going to experience the opposition through Virgo, but... It's not so much that it's Virgo season and it's going to oppose Neptune. It's that we had the conjunction in Pisces, then the quarter square in Gemini, until Virgo is completing what we dealt with since yeah. March. And I see that completion is blowing out the park and exposing definitively six months of analyzed data that shows, hey, none of this shit adds up. This is exactly what's deceptive about this. Especially in per pertaining to like healthcare, you know, what's going on in terms of like all the pandemic stuff because Neptune's viruses. Right. So and Virgo is healthcare. And yeah. Like, so we're going to we're going to see this huge wave mm -hmm. of like, OK, well, what's really going on? And like, what do we really need to do to be able to preventatively, um, you know, take care of our bodies? Right. Or mm -hmm. serve or help. I think we're going to we're going to have an opportunity to do that. There may be big changes going on with like insurance and, and um, health because of Pluto, right? And yeah. then also Uranus and Taurus. So it's like what is or is not covered by insurances or you know, what Pluto and Capricorn, the government is doing to really kind of help when it comes to healthcare for us, at least in the States, um, so that way we can preventively. And I, I can't look at the opposition to Neptune without thinking about you know, the needy, the homeless, um, you know, those who who don't have enough, they don't have enough resources, they, they, they don't have a home, they don't have, um, you know, medical resources, they don't have food. Like, that's going to be something that we're going to we're gonna deal with. I think what we're really learning through the Saturn and Aquarius so transits is, like, we don't benefit by being wealthy or being upper class and then watching people dying on the street. Thank that you. Doesn't, that doesn't benefit us. And so I think that there's an opportunity to really um, assess situations much more clearly and in a way that, you know, Virgos can sometimes be a little tactless. Mm. But that's what, that's, they're mercurial. You know, they're just like, here's the facts. Right. Right. And, and you know, Saturn in Aquarius is testing the collective so that everyone can win. It's like group dynamics where, mm -hmm. you know, Virgo can produce a reality hack here. What Saturn in Aquarius wants to teach you is, you know, one person can get millions of views on a video and be viral, but then you can have like a hundred very influential people or a or hundred people who decide, let's show each all other love. And we have this network of people and we'll all like and share all of our videos and we all have a million views. This is the type of like consciousness that's yeah. coming through. And I don't know if you remember in previous episodes, both Candace and I were speaking about how you you know with the sun opposite saturn and the collective yeah. we're gonna start to see i think we might have even mentioned it during the pool episode but you're gonna start to see the social environment start to oppose 
the authority because they're opposite. And just like we said, it, our prediction came true because now that the sun is in Leo opposite Saturn, mask mandates her back up. Yeah, I mean that and like we're just seeing like a huge flux of just like all kinds of stuff on the internet, you know, being like censored and kind of like regulated, like they're they're limiting, they're silencing people, right? Whether even it's, more so. Yeah. I mean I think that, you know, and and we we talk about this a lot, like in terms of like the pandemic and stuff, but just looking at the purely just the astrology the feeling that I've gotten is that whether you want to call it the Delta variant or some other aspect that's going to play out, like I do think there's going to be another wave in the fall of 2020. It's inevitable. Yeah, I think yeah. there's another wave coming, which we may not really see and it may not really come into full effect or we may not have the numbers or anything, the regulations, the limitations until spring of 2022. Right. When Saturn in Aquarius moves to square the nodes in um taurus and in scorpio and then economically then there's like it's like really like we're in deep shit so that that is coming because it's social restriction social limitation right and then how it affects us economically because scorpio and taurus is very much about saturn and aquarius is social limitation is what you're saying yeah and it'll come into a square with the nodes and it's being kicked off with the eclipse that's happening in 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 um in Taurus, the yeah. there's a there's a 28, 29 degree Taurus. It's conjunct algal, you know. And so I've talked about this with clients. I'll say something oh, now. No. I'll say something now because I haven't really talked about it. But that's, that's your ascendant. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But, but the, the you know algal, I see it associated with like beheading, losing your head, either literally or figuratively, Getting like blowing stone. up. Uh-huh. Like think about like the Exorcist, right? Like her head yeah. spins around. Um, but or your I, head chopped off. The last time we had an eclipse like that, it was right around the time that we had mad cow disease going on about 19, 20 years ago. That's I deep. think it was in the UK. So I'm I'm connecting the dots, <laughs> right? And I'm looking at Ooh, this uh, transit of the eclipse trine Pluto, and then Venus will go retrograde. My prediction, and I'll put this here now, so it's like what we're like the end of July 2021. Mm-hmm. Um, my prediction is that something from the the eclipse in mid-November through, let's say, May of 2022. So that's a six-month window, but it might really peak, actually, January, February, you know, 2022, um, is that we will start to see neurological issues as a result right. of the vaccine. Yes. And I also feel like we're going to see, because of the aspects of Pluto and the Venus retrograde, um, there may be some huge infection with meat. There may be something that, like, kind of blows up that... Um, affects a lot of people. I just know it's going to be big. I know that also looking at America's chart, there's going to be a lot of like people losing their head, right? Or maybe even, I hate to say this, but like hanging themselves as a result of what's going on um, economically with with finances and potentially like a huge market crash. So um, that's like a real thing. It is. That's that's coming. It's very fascinating too, because you have a lot of theories out there that are against the vax, like, oh, it's going to kill everyone. and There's neurological issues coming from right. that. Like, it's, it's in the stars. It's we not my political view. We don't want to be unrealistic, though, and, and kind of, like, be all doomsday. We have to think, you know, with efficacy. Um, you know, I'm, I don't believe that the vaxes don't work. I, that would go against the... They work. Like, that's the whole point. It's just... Whereas people are expecting like a quick result, we're going to see over time the effects of them, whether positive or negative. The, and then uh, coming off this pestilence cycle uh, with the apocalypse cycle and pestilence's involvement, 
even the whole notion of this quantum invasion, Saturn and Aquarius, you know, you're dealing with viruses or stuff that you can't see invading you, right? Neptune. It, it took, and especially Neptune. So we're no. seeing like waves of different viruses. It's important to acknowledge these are real viruses, whether engineered or not, but the stories behind them, the narratives are not. Well, and this is where Virgo season is going to detail what doesn't add up. Jupiter's back in Aquarius too. That too. Oh yes. So I mean, yes. hi. You know, we, 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 as that we're filming this, work. we haven't had the second full moon in Aquarius mm -hmm. yet. The next one that we're having is going to be. Last year it was in, in Capricorn too, right? This yeah. is our first Virgo yeah, yeah, season yeah. With, and Leo season. Yeah, and it's so it's going to be interesting to see that twenty nine degree full moon in Aquarius opposed oh Jupiter. I see Jupiter in Aquarius is like magnifying like you know this limitation because Saturn's in the same sign pertaining to travel ultimately right because mm -hmm. it won't move back into pisces until i think later this year or in the new year um but i think about like jupiter moving into pisces and neptune being in pisces like jupiter neptune conjunction next year on a more kind of spiritual level we're going to see people clinging to their belief systems whether it's yep. like religious dogma or it's going to be their spiritual beliefs or just or like scientific dogma. scientific stuff or it's going to be like a bunch of like cult followers whatever um, but jupiter neptune is like the worldwide spread of a virus Yes. Right? Hi. Yes. And it's going to make oh, aspects to fucking right. Pluto. And then we're going to see and eventually Saturn's going to go into. Like the future is like, guess what? There's a shitload of viruses out exactly. there. Exactly. But do we this always just the beginning. feel the need to vaccinate? I don't know. Are they pushing us on a government level to vaccinate with Pluto in Capricorn because of the sex sextile to Neptune? Because they know that the future of war is actually going to be, you know, biochemical, biochemical warfare. warfare so yeah. are they actually trying to prevent that by well, saving wait. us and getting us prepared for it? And this is the most important thing. I love everything you said because, you know, the last pandemics that were had, like the H2N3, H1N1, uh, Jupiter conjunct Pluto. So you see, of course, Pluto representing the viral being spread by Jupiter. So you mentioning Jupiter on Neptune is so important because that's not only going to spread everything, but the perception too. Like yeah. a lot of the narratives behind how to handle the virus are bullshit. Like they're fake. But also like it's a, it's a, it's a, it's a invisible it's a, Neptune. It's, it's invisible. invisible. Right. So is it real? Is it spiritual? Is the virus fear in itself? I don't know. And Virgo season is going to practically with, and that's why Virgo is analytical. Yeah. It's not just an opinion, it's taking analysis based off of details of the last year. And so we're gonna see, hey, this is what you guys said the science was, this is what the actual details are, it's not matching up. And that's gonna really create contention for the next six months ahead. And the only thing I wanna say is, you know, when, when we, it's very easy to project what's happening shadily to the government. Like the government is some ominous force, which I've always liked to believe it is. But like, you have to remember there are people in the government representing you and fighting for you. Not everyone in the government is some evil cabal deep state member. So you want to think this with every field. Like you have, you have people in the government who are exposing the corruption happening. You have people you in the police because they get censored. Well, and, and Neptune, or killed Neptune in Pisces. Or I mean, you know, you see this aspect, especially with the sextile to Pluto, <laughs> like. There is some aspect of the media heavily yes. being in, being um, affected by the government. Mm -hmm. It's just a sextile. It's what it is. It's what you see on TV, what you see right. on your screens, what you Capricorn, hear on the radio. Pisces. That yeah. that kind of tether of like, no, we're going to keep a lid on this, but maybe not necessarily just that. It can also be Neptune working in correlation with Pluto, where Pluto could be the government saying, look, it's not a good idea for the truth to get out because if it does get out, we're going to have a problem. 
that and then Neptune part could too. be the churches basically saying, yeah. well, yeah, it's a good idea to keep everybody under control because you know if everybody finds out that aliens are real, then we're fucked and we're not going to get paid either. That so too. There, there's something going on here. And realistically speaking, you know, the government is right to do like the government really can't tell us what they're hiding because it will destabilize the order. You're not ready order. for the truth. You can't handle the truth. And unfortunately, that's the truth because. Even though we need to, it's, it's, see, they're wrong, and they're going to get the integrity check by Pluto because they still sort of told us, but if they tell us what they're hiding, there'll be worldwide riots. We know this because of, like, the riots that happened with George Floyd. So if, if people ride over that, then please, if they tell us what they have to keep classified. So there's that, right? It's, it's just a matter of, like, public safety. But there's still corruption, and the thing is, you know, when we take into account, I love so much that you brought in the sextile of Capricorn and Pisces, because let me tell you where this is going. Eventually, Pluto's going to go into Aquarius. Neptune's going to go into Aries. Fuck. Right. Uranus is going to go into that. Gemini. I'm just like, oh my God. The power is going to shift. This is, we're literally getting prepared for civil war. This is the war. end of an era. The once end of an once era. we get to the end of mutable signs and we, and we enter into zero degrees of a cardinal sign, there's no merge. negotiation. It's just go. It's go. Watch and pay attention, especially on the 23rd, when Mercury comes into opposition with Neptune and the moon. I would say like maybe the 23rd through the 26th. Be careful whose advice you buy. Be careful what you hear in the media. Be careful what you hear out in the world. Developing situations that there's not conclusive evidence, but people will run with whatever narratives. And just to kind of, once again, like once Pluto goes into Aquarius, we're seeing the end. If you think about why Capricorn sextiles Pisces, Pisces represents a collective broadcast of information synthesized in a complete form to tell you why things are happening hence mainstream media news and it's enforced by the government when pluto goes into aquarius government structure and infrastructure is done and it's going to go in and out of 29 degrees exactly. so 29 degrees being um it's a well, revolution it's a revolution about, but it's right? also last year when we had saturn go in and out of those degrees every single fucking time saturn hit 29 degrees they closed a boundary, uh, they closed a border, they tried to build a wall, they tried to shut down international travel. Pluto's gonna go in and out of that degree for a while, for up a until while. 2024. Yeah. So America essentially is gonna become like this like policing state, yep. like right, as a whole. Like we're gonna see like lots of boundaries and like more challenging to get in and out of the country or in and out of specific and states. And Aquarius is like the people, right? And, yeah. and Neptune or Aries is the individual. So we're gonna make this shift where you have corporations of media broadcasts shifting from individuals giving the news. Like the news might morph into where everyone is a news reporter and you see the news through everyone's individual eye. It's and gonna become like minority report. Exactly. Right. And that might only happen if infrastructure is destabilized enough to where that's all we can do. Sounds like a war. Like that's all I'm preparing you guys for. Capricorn also is the mark of clairvoyance. So Ooh. one thing I think is interesting is like Pluto going deeper into Did you say this. 29 degrees yeah. period? In yeah, any, of, in of, any Capricorn. of Capricorn. Yeah, yeah, for the Sabian symbols. It's, it's what oh, I named my, my brand after was, was Beyond the Veil, it was that. But like seeking Beyond the Veil, if you read the Sabian symbol for it. But I think it's interesting is that like maybe you know, government officials or um, big businesses or whatever are going to start hiring clairvoyant psychics, intuitives, right. um, people who can forecast and like actually look into the future. Which and is important because they've done this before. Oh yeah, the CIA this has, has been going on for a very long time. Yeah. I mean, the Reagans had 
astrologers and I think they had psychics and then also the men who stare at goats yeah yeah I love well the the true story (laughs) behind that is great but I mean it's really it's really interesting when you think about like the what did they call it it's um the tele what is it called Telecommunication, telepathy. No, tele- not telepathy, but it's like uh, um, automatic. No, no, what? It's not automatic viewing. Remote viewing. No, remote viewing. That's okay. what it is. Remote viewing. Yeah, oh, being tele- able to like see into stuff, which like clairvoyance can do. Like I don't know. Yeah. I mean, you have your moon in the eighth, so I'm sure you. There's actually a cryptocurrency. Um, there's actually someone who does crypto, and he attaches remote viewing to it. So what he did, he's an, and I I believe him because yeah. he's older. So, like, he has mm. probably Neptune and Scorpio or not. And, like, he actually has video footage of him remote viewing a burning church. And then days later, that happening. And then he's like, see, motherfuckers, I can remote view. So you got to watch me for crypto advice because I'm going to see. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that's oh, something I'm trying yeah. to get on. That's something I'm trying right. to get into. Because I, I was, like, look, I was looking at something the other day where somebody was, like, posting about, like, when there was going to be dips in the market. And I was like... I was like, that person based that off of a moon transit. I was like, that's crazy. I can do that. And then just because, like, you know, like, I know a lot about the transits and, like, the moon being, like, a trigger point and, like, how to, like, pinpoint, like, things down to, like, a day or even, like, an hour. Like, I can do that. Like, I can do that. So I'm, I'm if kind you of can read reading up transits, more about that. You can know, if you can, like, yeah. master moon transits, you can know the financial market, yeah. stocks. Like, when to invest, when to buy, when to sell, when you're going to get a better deal. So, I mean, that. like, and because I know that, I'm like, huh, like, maybe there's, and I have Uranus Venus. So I'm like, maybe right. I maybe I should be doing that. That's maybe this could be my next move. I spoke to someone today with Uranus, Venus, and Scorpio. Yeah. Yeah. Well, she was dope. Freak. It was a re- no, 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 my bad. It was a reading. I did a reading. Well, I mean, yeah, she probably yeah, Scorpio. yeah, actually, yeah, Scorpio. Yeah, yeah. yeah, it's kind of. Freaky. I just assume that Those it's all freaky. automatically freaky. What are they though? like? 77, 78, 79? Oh, that's a good question. That's a good question. Yeah, 70s. they're seventy. They're like seventy-six yeah, or something yeah. like that. Yeah, that's deep. And, um, yeah, I mean, Virgo season, we, we basically spoke of a lot of the outer planet dynamics. Virgo season, I think, <clears throat> is going to be an amazing breakthrough season because it's going to integrate all the individual growth you've come through. And the most practical change you'll come into with this grand earth trine is just going to, like, ground not just what you've been doing this year, but for the past five years. So it's going to really... You're going to produce a lot and maybe think, oh, wow, I got lucky. But it's not that you got lucky. It's not that something fortunate happened. It's that a lot of hard work is paying off. With the Neptune opposition, a lot of dreams are being made real. You're seeing through a lot of illusions that will change your mind to free up practical solutions you can use to change your literal life. And all I can think about this Virgo season is... Libra season, everything goes direct. So Virgo season is going to be... Shit. S- <laughs> right. Yeah, that's that's when everything... That's when, like, the reality trend kind the of hits. The reality hits, right. The reality of yeah. what's been happening. The reality of the people who didn't get vaccinated. The reality of people who did get vaccinated. What do you think about uh, Huntington Beach, by the way? They have this... There's, like, this restaurant that... Oh, that said, like, if you're vaccinated, like, you're not welcome yeah. here. Yeah, you, like, you need proof of being unvaccinated. I didn't even think that you can do that. I thought the state would, like... I don't or feel like, like you should have to prove if you are or you are not mm-hmm. vaccinated. That is a personal decision. Right. Your body is, it's your body, your choice. Right. I don't feel like you need to show either way. If you're not vaccinated, wear a mask. If you are vaccinated, do or don't. I don't know. I, I mean, I guess a lot of like places like saying like, don't come in here unless you're vaccinated. A lot of unvaccinated people are going to get upset about that. But on the flip side, it's like, 
if somebody was like, yeah, only come in here if you're unvaccinated, I'm not going to walk in and be like, yeah, fuck you. But that's the I'm genius of that, it. You know, it's it's the genius of it. It would be OC that would do that. It would be OC, it would be OC right? Right. That would do that, yeah. So obviously they're doing that because Republicans and OC, you know. Right. Right. I, that honestly made me kind of want to hit that up. Actually, I kind of just want to fly out there just to hit that up and be like, I wanted to visit your you amazing your establishment. I want to go there, Make chill, it. talk to them. Actually, are you gonna wear that? I was like, okay, how are they going to know if I'm unvaccinated? Oh, I'll just get my MAGA hat. And they'll be like, oh, he's MAGA gang. <laughs> I want to talk to everybody, shake hands, hug and whatever. Some chicken strips with some white people, drink some fucking beers. And I'm going to go home, yeah. get a COVID test. And if I'm negative, that'll tell me everything I need to know. Because technically, everyone is a virus factory. So if I don't have a virus from there, you feel me? Like, that'll be very revealing. It is what it is. So on the 29th of August, the sun comes into a square with the nodes. This is an interesting time period because mm. then we see the moon move into Gemini and Mars comes into an opposition with Neptune. So we've got a mutable cross that's kind of like setting up. Um, from August 31st, really through, yeah, right around um, September 4th. So definitely like a lot of like miscommunication, misunderstandings, like yeah. not seeing things clearly, like being misled possibly. And then it's the setup for the new moon in Virgo, which is an, actually a really nice new moon when you look at it on oh, yeah. September 6th. It's um, going to be the first new moon we have after the two full moons. So whereas we had new moons at the end of the sign, Virgo will be the first one at the beginning. It's like Virgo sorted yeah. it through again. And it's going to be at 14 degrees. It's going to trine Uranus. And also oh. Mars and Virgo is going to trine Pluto. Very solid. Oh, there you go. That's awesome. Yeah. Maybe I might get some or like... You better not fap. <laughs> I'm not... No. You better not. I won't be fapping, but <laughs> maybe, maybe I might blow up or like... Uh, those or, those Uranus Venus transits are fun. Yeah. Those are fun transits. The trines I've only really had the squares and the trines. The squares suck, but the trine was fun because there was just a lot of like a lot of people coming and going in my life. Good to know. Three, three. So. And then shortly after that, then the sun comes into an opposition. This is an interesting period of time to Neptune, also. right? Oh, to, yeah, the yeah. sun's going to come into an opposition with Neptune. Very magical. I feel like this is where... Right here. Right around the September 13th. And you want to really remember back to March when it was conjunct. What were the what were the narratives? What were the ideas? What were people talking about? Well, we were just coming off of all that pileup of planets in Aquarius that right. we moved into Pisces. And it was still new to people what was going on. Like, we still had just had a year of 2020. Yeah. And people were still kind of forming their beliefs all of the about what's going on. too. Like, we had all the Aquarius stuff. So a lot of people were like, that fuck too. this, I'm going yeah. out, right? It was the first Saturn Uranus square. Yeah. But also, like, I think we're, we're going to hear more about over the next couple of months, maybe the next two months or so with the oppositions and the aspects of Neptune is like how this has mentally affected a lot of people. Mm. How even though you can go out into the world, you can wear a mask, not wear a mask, get vaccinated, not yeah. get vaccinated, there's still a large number of people who are afraid to leave their house, yeah. interact with other people, mentally and emotionally, they're all over the place. And the kind of mental health damage. A lot of gaslighting is psychologically is damaging too. Yeah, for yeah. sure. A lot Addictions. Of people, that too. It's, it's very, it's very sinister and it sucks because it's nothing new, but it's just more intense. And the beliefs that, you know, we carved out in March are, uh, are going to finally, 
we're going to start to analyze those beliefs. What was true about it through Gemini season? And it's going to reveal that uh, we've been peddled a lot of illusions. But, and this is very important because Virgo season prepares us for the action we're going to take yeah. in Libra. It's that segue, right, from summer kind of Se into, yeah. like, fall. And, like, right. Libra, any cardinal sign, they don't ask permission. They just go. And what's wild is when... When, when Virgo season is wrapping up, right, especially like around like the 20th, when, when the sun moves to 27 degrees, it'll oppose the moon once again in Pisces. So that full moon in Virgo, excuse me, that full moon in Pisces that's happening around the 20th. The most magical full moon. Just after this, okay, we see that Mercury is in the shadow in Libra. It's getting ready to retrograde. We see that the sun is coming into conjunction with Mars. Then we see that the moon moves into conjunction with Uranus. It squares Saturn. It's like... This this Mercury retrograde we're gonna have in Libra at the end of September is fucking wild. It's super wild. It's gonna be like this like reckoning because then we come into the squares of Pluto and the opposition to the Chiron. So Virgo season is one of the last stops for clarity, understanding, healing, purification, sorting, sifting, fixing, um, healing, right? And it offers us a lot of support with aspects to Pluto to transform and Uranus to be innovative, where it's mm -hmm. like, if you need to make a change, a real change, really use this season, you know, practice discernment, um, practice um, purifying and clearing and healing. Consistency. Yeah. Leo season is going to give you the foundation to really carve out the energy and talent. You're going to end Leo season like, this is my talent. This is what I'm good at. And Virgo season, you're going to practice, 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 practice. Yeah. Make it perfect. Then present it in Libra and then have sex in Scorpio. <laughs> Looking forward to Scorpio season. It's going to be a doozy this year with squares to Saturn and oppositions to Uranus. This is going to be one. That's going to be Scorpio. That one's going to be wild. All of like... All of like end of October into November is going to be super wild. And then finishing the year off with the Venus retrograde. So, oh my gosh, 2021, yeah. Jesus. Yeah, yeah, this is, I keep telling people, I'm like, you thought 2020 was crazy? You yes. should see like the end of 2021 through 2024. It's yeah. just, it's nuts. I think like beginning of 2020 was like crazy, and then end of 2020 was like, actually, no, all of 2020 was All of 2020, <laughs> but the second half of 2021. Yeah. It's crazy. crazy. It's crazy. The first half was the setup. The second half yeah. was like, bam. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then all of the change happens in 2022. So. Yes. yes. Book a session with your astrologer if you have one or us or whatever. Obviously, you know, if you need some assistance. And y'all stay tuned for our next episode next week. Show us some love. Join our membership if you want to see these episodes come out a day early on Saturday. Yeah, it is can, worth it. You can see it early. Also, if you get a part of our top tier, you can support the channel. We'll give you shout outs and you have the opportunity to get one reading per month during our live shows on Friday. So if you want to get in there, ask us a question. You just even want to hang out and watch us. We really appreciate your guys's love and support. We love getting a chance to come on live in between some of these filmings and hang out with you guys. Mm. Yeah? Feel good about it? Oh, yes. Okay. <laughs> all right. Well, we will catch all of you guys really soon. Don't forget to like, share, comment, subscribe. Check out our links below if you want to book a reading with us. And if you want to continue to follow the podcast, um, go and check out our community page also if you have any um, questions or if you want to make some mm. recommendations for what you want us to make videos right. about. We're constantly coming up with new content for you guys. Mm -hmm. Okay. You guys take care. We'll see all of you guys very soon.